You are listening to Creation Talk, a creation.com podcast, proclaiming the truth to honor the Creator while providing credible answers. Hi, welcome to our socially distanced Creation Talk. I am Lita Cosner, CMI's New Testament specialist. And I'm Joe Tay, the one of the speakers for Creation Ministries International. So um, today we'll be talking about how Adam's sin affect us and why is it important that Adam is a real historical individual. So really, the only reason this is debated today is because of the evolutionary view that says that not only was humanity around far longer than any possible biblical date for Adam, but that we weren't even really descended from one man, but from a population of pre-human hominids. Yeah, I think historically all Christians, all Christians believe that God created the human race in his image, without sin, without death. And the first man, Adam, introduced sin and death into the human race when he sinned. And in, in theology, we call this, the theological term for this is original sin. And it is considered a heresy to actually deny it. So we are talking about Adam and, and how it links to the gospel, but this is really an important gospel issue. Yes, and as biblical creationists, we always have to go back to the Bible being our final authority. And so what we have to ask is, what does the Bible have to say about this issue? We can see that the Bible gives us a very clear timeline of about 6,000 years with Adam being created on day six of creation. And we've done another creation.com episode talking about what that timeline looks like. And we'll also put some articles in the description. So Adam's fall brought sin and death into this world, and not just physical death, but both physical and spiritual death. So, I mean, all Christians, like I said, believe this in the past. And if there is no sin, there's really no need for a savior. Yeah, and this is something that Christi- Christians aren't the only ones who have noticed this. We like to um, quote a couple of atheists who have picked up on this point. Um, Skeptic Richard Bozarth says Christianity has fought, still fights, and will continue to fight science to the desperate end over evolution, because evolution destroys utterly and finally the very reason Jesus' earthly life was supposedly made necessary. Destroy Adam and Eve and the original sin, and in the rubble you will find the sorry remains of the Son of God. If Jesus was not the Redeemer who died for our sins, and this is what evolution means, then Christianity is nothing. Yeah, that's right. And uh, Richard Dawkins, another well-known atheist, says this. He says, I think that evangelical Christians have really got it right, in a way, in seeing evolution as the enemy. Whereas, what shall we say, the more sophisticated theologians are quite happy to live with evolution. I think they are deluded. That's Richard Dawkins. He says, I think that evangelicals have got it right in that there really is a deep incompatibility between evolution and Christianity. And I realized that I realized that about the age of 16. So here you can see that even Richard Dawkins in the 80s, he recognizes the incompatibility between Christianity and evolution. You see, if evolution is true, Christianity cannot be true. But like I always say in my talks, since Christianity is true, evolution cannot be true. You see, this whole issue, it's, it's not the gospel, but it is a gospel issue because it's the foundation for the gospel itself. Exactly. And you know, some Christians say, well, that's Genesis, that's Old Testament. We need to be about the New Testament. But that doesn't get you out of the problem, because when you look at what the New Testament authors have to say 
about how Adam's sin affects us and how Christ's sacrifice saves us, they go back to creation too. In Romans 5, 12 through 21, Paul says, Therefore, just as sin came into the world through one man, and death through sin, and so death spread to all men because all sinned, for sin indeed was in the world before the law was given, but sin is not counted where there is no law. Yet death reigned from Adam to Moses, even over those whose sinning was not like the transgression of Adam, who was a type of the one who was to come. But the free gift was not like the trespass. For if many died through one man's trespass, much more have the grace of God and the free gift by the grace of that one man, Jesus Christ, abounded for the many. So Paul is saying in this passage that Adam's sin affected those who are descended from him in the exact same way that Jesus' sacrifice saves those who believe in him. Yeah, that's right. And in fact, another major passage um, is 1 Corinthians 15, verse 21 to 26. And here, um, Paul is preaching the gospel. And in this passage, it says this, For as by a man came death, by a man has come also the resurrection of the dead. For as in Adam all die, so also in Christ shall all be made alive. But each in his own order. Christ the first fruits, then at his coming, those who belong to Christ. Then comes the end, when he delivers the kingdom of God, the, the Father, after destroying every rule and every authority and power. For he must reign until he has put all his enemies under his feet. The last enemy to be destroyed is death. You see, many churches are speaking, they say, no, we are gospel-centered church, we are gospel-centered church. And they, they say that, oh, we just preach the gospel. But what does it mean to preach the gospel? Here in 1 Corinthians 15, Paul is preaching the gospel and we see that he actually goes all the way back to Adam, the real historical Adam, because that's the foundation of the gospel message itself. Yes, and I think there's another important point in that passage too. Paul says the last enemy to be destroyed is death. Death is an enemy. Now, some people say he's talking about spiritual death. When Adam sinned, he died spiritually, and that's what Jesus came to fix. And we would agree, Adam died spiritually, but he didn't just die spiritually. The sin problem didn't just introduce spiritual death, it introduced physical death. Yes. And does Jesus save us only spiritually? Does, you know, does he offer only eternal spiritual life? No, we have the promise of the resurrection. That passage is specifically talking about how important the belief in the physical resurrection of the dead is. And so if if Jesus came to introduce a physical uh a physical resurrection, then obviously the obviously sin introduced physical death. Yeah, in fact, if you look at church history, um, you know, Christians have always believed that Adam's fall brought both spiritual and physical death into this world. And this idea that the that Adam's sin only brought spiritual death and not physical death, that only came in because of evolutionary teaching. Right? That is not part of what we would consider um historical Christian understanding of um, Adam and sin. In fact, this yeah. is a problem for a lot of professing Christians because many of them accept evolution and billions of years. But you see, all this long-age interpretation, they all have death a long time for millions of years before any possible Adam figure. So all evolutionary scenarios require Adam, if he even existed at all, to be part of a larger population of pre-humans. Right? And the rock layers, that contains these this so-called human bones or pre-human bones are millions of years old. You can't have death before Adam. It doesn't make sense. 
Yes, so in this scenario, you have God creating a world where where he intended for dinosaurs to get cancer and for animals to eat each other and to die in some pretty horrific ways, that pre-human hominids would die in sometimes violent ways. And he would look at that before Adam ever sinned, before anything bad was introduced into creation, that God would look at that and call that very good. But, of course, scripture gives us a completely different picture. A lot of people talk about this as if it's a debate between religion versus science, but really it's two different views of history. Because we're talking about things that science can't go back and investigate. And so when we're talking about historical questions, we need to look at historical sources. And as Christians, we believe that the Bible is the most trustworthy historical source because God himself is its author, and he was the only witness to these events. Yes, that's right, Lita. In fact, I would agree with that. In fact, this also boils down to whether we even believe God because Jesus himself says um, that Adam was a real historical figure, Jesus and the New Testament authors. Uh, in fact, we have shown that this is a gospel issue. And so I would like to wrap it up here. You see, the point is this. There is no way to embrace the idea of common ancestry between humans and ape without denying original sin. And evolution taken to its logical conclusion leads to heresy. So this is a major issue. Yeah, in fact, if you're interested to read more about this, um, I would, this is one of the books I would recommend. It's um, From Creation to Salvation by Leila Kostner. And this book actually covers how the New Testament authors um, understand the Old Testament in Genesis and, and why this is foundational to the gospel and other New Testament teachings. So um, yeah, Leila, is there anything else you would like to recommend? I'd like to recommend our comprehensive theological and scientific commentary on Genesis 1 through 11, the Genesis account. And um, this is by our own Dr. Jonathan Sarfati. And if you're looking for just a very comprehensive resource to answer all of the most common objections, this, this is a great go-to. Also, um, one of the major groups who contest the historical Adam are progressive creationists like Hugh Ross, and they're actually gaining a lot of ground in the church. And we've written an entire book showing how their views are in error. That's refuting compromise. Also by our Dr. Jonathan Sarfati. And um, this is a really great refutation of that in particular. Thank you for tuning into this episode of creation.com talk. Check out the articles in the show notes in the description. And also check out some of our other episodes. We've done a lot of topics by now. And um, let us know what you think in the comments. And if you, if you enjoyed this episode, like, share, subscribe, hit the notification bell, and all of that stuff. We look forward to seeing you next time.